Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools. Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk, Sebo in the house, Debo in the house, episode 26. A little something special for you guys tonight. But before we get started, Debo, what are you drinking on? I, uh, the other night after the river, I stopped at Atkins to pick up some groceries. I went to the singles aisle Same. and I picked up something called uh, Beyonce Techno Viking from Sloop Whoa. Brewery. Okay. All so right. first sip ever trying this one. So let's see what happens. Tasty. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. And I am uh, still with Trillium. I'm drinking really big birds night. This is a really freaking good beer. I mean, <laughs> color wise, it, I saved this this fourth beer just for this podcast because I wanted to be able to feature it because it's off the chains. By the way, did you make a uh, comment at the uh, singles aisle? I, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Let's get to the podcast. <laughs> All right. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. A little special treat for you tonight. Fantasy baseball draft starting in 18 seconds. Woo! Debo and I have been in this league for a bunch of years. It's got 16 teams. At one point, it was at 20 teams. 16 teams, uh, 29 players on the roster. Oh. So we won't be here for the whole draft tonight because that would be insane. But all you need to know is that you end up drafting a lot of people. And we're live. I heard the noise. So we're in. I heard the noise, too. So we're in. I've got the eighth pick. You've got the ninth pick. Um, I don't even know what's going on here. Where I, I I don't get it, but we're here. We're here. We're in round five. It looks like we only get 30 seconds to pick, so we better make sure we're on point. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, you can't really go wrong with your first, second pick. Probably screw it up, but who knows? Um, you want to give a, a quick shout out to your keepers? Because there's special rules about keepers. Who you got? Oh, boy. You're going to make me remember that? I have Tim Anderson. Yep. I have Carlos Santana. I have Ryan McMahon. And... Tapia, my guy that I said I was looking forward to for the Rockies. So let's okay. see what happens. I got Gary Sanchez, catcher from the Yankees. Will Myers, outfielder from San Diego. Fernando Tatis Jr., my man from San Diego. And Edwin Rosario from the Twins. Went full right. offense all the way. Two picks until my turn. Yeah, so big so before deal. we get into that story, let's do it. Yeah, let, let's see. Let's see. Let's see who we got here. I'm up. I'm up. Tough. I already know who I'm going with. I'm going with the guy that I'm going to talk a lot about tonight. Soto. Boom. There it is. Soto. Nice. All right. Game a lot tonight. I'm going to be up and I am going to stay with the Colorado Rockies and go with uh, Arenado. All right. All right, so All right. We got a little first time. round pick is out of the way. Let's get started. Let's start with the NFL. Over the weekend, a bunch of players uh, tweeted out support of the NFL needing to create a, a plan of safety for the players, a safe return to the game, because the reality is right now, they're just expecting the players to show up, play football, and everything's going to be all right. Um, Thoughts on thoughts on the NFL's kind of slow to react move here? Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a little surprised by it. They saw what went on with Major League Baseball. They're the only league that wasn't kind of in in season. Out of all of them, they had the most time to really sit down, and figure this out. I'm not sure why 
Um, this hasn't been knocked out yet. They had a you know free slate. They saw what's going on in in Europe and how those leagues are going. They've seen how the struggles of Major League Baseball. I don't understand how this can be um, messed up that bad. Yeah, and so there's a bit of a, a, an agreement already in place on testing. I don't know if you saw this, but they have agreed to test every day yep. for the first two weeks of camp. I did see that. And then from that point on, they will test every other day. That's fine. That's great. So for at least the near future, there's going to be testing nonstop. I'm not necessarily concerned with that. I am really concerned of once the season starts. Right? When these players yep. are traveling, when they're probably being a little bit less focused on the training piece and just more on the like, oh, this is my day off. I need to get out. I need to rest. Whatever it may be. I'm worried about the overall plan. And again, the NFL has been quiet about this from the jump, right? They haven't said a lot about what their plan is. I think that's because they want to be as tight-lipped as possible because I think what we're seeing around the country is that sports just probably aren't going to happen this fall that much. And so I don't think they want to come out and say anything because they might have to go back on their word and they don't like doing that. You know? I, I mean, one thing I've, I found interesting is I've seen some owners starting to come out about no fans. Um, Oak, the owner of Oakland is even talking about the season not even happening, yeah. that it's a real possibility. So. And, they're, and they're supposed to go into a new stadium, right? Right. Vegas. You know? Yeah, and, I'm sorry I said Oakland. Yeah, and the other big announcement is that they're going to have one or maybe zero preseason games. So that, yes. that's the thing that they've kind of – the other thing they've kind of come to an agreement – I like it. If they're going to play, you got to just get out on the field and play. And I, again, the, the least amount of interaction with other teams as possible. I can't believe I'm saying that because then they're going to go play a regular season. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it sounds like the NFL is listening to the players. It sounds like I'm sure they're having conversations in the background. Um, but it seems like these teams and these owners need to come together and figure out what the plan is because it's not looking too great right now. Not at all. So you're, I'm up. you're up. Let's I'm do it, and the guy I was going to draft actually just went, Rafael Devers, even though I just picked the third baseman. Um, so what I'm going to do is I am going to go with the guy that I was planning on watching from the Los Angeles Angels in Anthony Rendon, and I'm just going to put him in my utility slot, and we'll be good to go. I'm, this is like falling right into me. Like, I'm taking Bryce Harper. This is crazy. My offense is going to be off the chains. I don't know about pitching. But you yeah. know, we'll figure it out. All right, let's get to the next the next topic. Can we have one, before we get into that next topic? Can we have a moment to talk about how in a sixteen team lead, where we are starting two catchers? You don't have to. We, listen, this is not the forum to talk about this league. It is a hot mess. We've done it far too long. There are too many players. But I still show up every year. It's twenty five bucks. It is what it is. It gives me something to do. But yeah, having two catchers is absolutely ridiculous especially when there are 20 teams. You're looking at 40 catchers, no chance. Right. No chance. All right, let's, stay, let's get right to baseball then. The Toronto Blue Jays, or I should say Canada, has announced that they are not going to allow the Toronto Blue Jays to play their home games in Toronto, in the Rogers Centre, because they don't want people traveling into Canada, which, bruh, can't blame them. Cannot blame them. The border is closed. Right, <laughs> right now the border is closed. Yeah. People aren't, you know, for the most part, getting in and out. So – Toronto's going to have to play somewhere else. What do you think about this move by Canada? I think it's uh, I think it's smart. I think they see the uh, 
the dumpster fire that America has become due to COVID, I think that it's also a flex move. Like, you know what? You, you, you talk about borders all the time and now we're going we're gonna to shut ours. So it, it, I think it's smart for Toronto because why bring that up there? We, they don't need that. Hockey's going to come back and we don't need extra, you know, extra problems for hockey. Right. And, and I, I'll say this. You're right, and it's, it's a great flex, right? It's a, it's a great flex on the, on the United States of America. It's also just a smart move, right? Because you're, let's think about it. You're going to have people from Boston, from Baltimore, from Tampa, from New York, New York, from New York, from Atlanta, yep. from Washington, D.C. I mean, you're talking about some major metropolitan areas where there are still high numbers of, of, of positive cases. You're talking about Florida where there's still numbers of high numbers of cases, just find somewhere else to play. And so they have been in conversation with some, some folks. So there's, here are the options. Do you got their AAA affiliate in Buffalo? Yep. I did hear that the, the lights aren't up to MLB quality for night games. Yep. Whatever the hell that means. <laughs> uh, you've got their spring training uh, facility in Dunedin, Dunedin, however you say that, but yep. that's in Florida and there's lots of cases. Um, and then they've been talking with PNC Park uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, which Pittsburgh Pirates seems to make a lot of sense. I mean, good, good on the Pirates for stepping up and having the conversations. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't want to see. I mean, let's let's be honest. The thing that stinks the most is this is terrible for the Blue Jays players. Like, yep. they're not really going to get to go home and see their kids and wives and all that for all those that live in Toronto or in the local area. It, it's it's pretty cruddy for them to have to deal with this. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, it's tough. Here's what I'll say. Oh, I'm up. Hold on. Stay up. Yep. This is easy money. Easy money. Zach Grinky. That's Cy Young stuff right there. Man. So that would make me up, huh? Yeah, you're up, kid. Yeah. So I was going to go one more round with the with the starting pitchers, but eh, it's getting a little 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 shady there. <laughs> And now I'm looking at it again, and I'm not going to do that. And I am going to go with Vlad Jr. There you go. There you go. So here's what, what I, one of the places that was on the, on the list of potential places to, to play games is Detroit. It sounds like it's not going to be Detroit. That would make a lot of sense. It's right across the water. Um, I, I think it's a great flex by Toronto. I think it's a smart move by Toronto. It stinks for the Blue Jays that they're not going to be able to play home games. But again, this is going to be a quick 60-game season where, honestly, it's going to mean less travel for them because they're not going to be flying to Toronto, right? They're, if they're playing any number of those teams we just mentioned, they're all right down the street from, from Pittsburgh, right, in the grand scheme. Yep. So, like, in my mind, it's a smart move by them. And, again, I'm not expecting them to win a whole lot of games this year. So, they're probably like, listen, let's just, let's just get this season over and move on. I'm, I'm with you on that. All right. Now – it's the moment Debo's been waiting for. We've Is arrived it? at the NL East, where, you know, the over-under has the Braves winning a whole lot of games. Um, and so let's dive right in, D. The Braves. Who you got for your, your guy? Who's your guy on the Braves? So, Yasiel Puig, no longer on this team. We talked about him last episode. Signed him. Going to be some great outfield help. And then he went and failed the COVID test. So they were like, hey, yeah, listen, we're good. Cheers to him for signing with the team and having a COVID clause and then immediately testing positive for COVID. Shout out to him. Yikes, right? <laughs> um, 
And then let's talk about that. Ronald Acuna Jr. is the best player on this team. And he was the player I was going to choose to keep an eye on this year. But the news coming out about Freddie Freeman, he's coming back from COVID. He tested positive. He didn't have the no symptom cases like a lot of players have had. He said 104 temperature, 104.5 temperature. Said at one point he was saying, I wish I would just die. You know, if that's true, I mean, who knows what, how, how strong he's going to be this season. And I think it's important. He's an important part of this offense. And I, I'm going to go with Freddie Freeman. Um, I want to see if, you know, are they going to play him every game? Are they going to play him every other game? Are they, is he going to have any kind of, like, pitch count, basically? Um, it's a respiratory virus. So you're talking about he's running bases. He's, you know, it, it's baseball. It's not like it's basketball running the court. But, you know. If he's trying to leg out a double, does he maybe only go for a single sometimes? So I think it, he, he, that's why I want to watch him just because of the whole COVID thing. And I've got Freeman too, and it's and it's for all of the reasons you said. And just also, you put him in that lineup, and that lineup gets ten times better, right? Yes, you've got Acuna. Yes, you've got uh, Ozuna. You've got some other bats. They just signed Matt Adams, who will probably be a little bit of a DH. Can you know yep. at first base? They've got some players. They've got a lineup, but. If Freddie Freeman's hitting in that three in that four hole and he's hitting even at 75, 80% of what he's been able to do in his career, yep. they're a much better team than if he's not in that lineup. And so he's absolutely a player. Acuna, Acuna Jr. is going to do it. Like he's going to bust out. Uh, Ozuna's going to hit his home runs. They've got some pitching. My runner up in this category was actually Cole Hamels, it, only because he's not their number one. But if he's healthy, he's a guy that's going to help them win in the regular season and also potentially in the postseason. You ready? It's coming up, man. Yeah, it's, it's my, my next pick. So while, while, while I guess we're back to back, but as I say, I, I'm going to wait before I talk about the over because I got, I got some – it's my turn to draft. So okay. I am going to go with the new Atlanta Brave, Marcel Ozuna. Yikes. I agree. That's where I'm at at this point. I keep picking this guy. Um, I'm just going to do it. I'm just dra drafting Chapman. I need a closer. I know he just tested oh, positive yeah. for COVID, but you know what? I need a closer. You're already and going closer, huh? Pretty – well, here's my thing in this league. You need you need at least one closer. You got to have a guy that's going to rack up saves. And in this short season, yeah, the Yankees are going to win a lot of games. Maybe they blow out a lot of teams. But that is – we're going to talk about a little bit tonight. The NL and the AL East are two, two – divisions that have a lot of good teams um, yeah so I don't know that it's going to be a lot of close games or that it's going to be a lot of blowouts but as long as he's healthy he's going to give you know he's going to have a lot of save opportunities no doubt so I think we got to get into our over under here huh 34 games over under 34 so we talked about it when we, we broke down the the Braves and the Red Sox uh oh, wow which is probably like two months back at this point I mentioned starting pitching could be a little bit better a little worried about that um, their bullpen is fantastic. They have a good offense. I looked at the schedule, and as I, you know, I kind of did, oh, we'll win this one, we'll lose that one. In my mind, it came out as a push. So I'm going to go over because I'm going to trust them, and they're going to they're go over the 34 games. I'm going to be fully honest as we get into these over-unders. My bias is, is to the AL East. I'm going under. Now I've got them at 31. Yep. That's where I'm at. I have no math. I've done zero math. That is just my feeling. I think they're going to be under, but not by much. I think this is a division that is a lot closer um, than yes. what the numbers kind of indicate. And I think 
you're going to see from kind of the rest of the teams that I, I think this is going to be one of those those divisions that just everybody's on top of each other right to the end of the season. And I'm not disagreeing with that. I um, I actually, the first go-round of this, I was like, all five teams are under. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I saw it. And, and, and it's part of, I mean, they're playing – they're playing the Red Sox. They're playing the Yankees, Toronto, the Rays. We only get the Orioles three times compared to Washington, who gets them six times. So, you know. Red Sox, they get to play them ten times. Right. <laughs> so, it'll be interesting to see what the Braves can do. Right. All right, let's move to the Marlins. Yikes. <laughs> There's um, always one team, huh? Why don't you go ahead and pick your player, Doc? <laughs> okay. So, this, this, this player has n- – nothing to do with the Marlins winning games mm-hmm. it's, it's another one of those homer picks but in a different way I'm going to follow the kid from Central High School in Springfield Mass Isan Diaz he's 24 years old second baseman he only has 179 major league at bats but I want to see a local succeed so I'm going to support him from uh from Central okay hold on one second I'm about to pick I hear I you I'm, I'm right gonna pick. You. Yep. I don't really know who I'm going to pick but I've got somebody who I think I'm going to pick as long as nobody takes him. Come on. What are we what, What's going on here? 30 seconds. Come on, just pick somebody. <laughs> I'm I, so I've got, is, you've, got, you've got your guy. All right, I'm up. I'm taking Jeff McNeil. Look at that. 311, seven home runs, 28 RBIs, and he plays second base, third base, left field, and right field. Positional flexibility, folks. That's what we do. I was going to say, I don't even know who that is. All right, so here's the deal. My player for the Marlins is Derek Jeter. Yeah, the owner. Yes, whatever, whatever role he has, because this is his this is his baby. They have sold off every imaginable talent that they have. They have screwed the the city of Miami, um, and they've got to pay all this money. And it remains to be seen if this team is ever going to be good. There, I mean, I I picked Pablo Lopez, which is a young. Uh, competitive balance first round pick for them he's their one of their top starting pitchers he's young he's going to have an opportunity to lead the staff but god they are bad they are not good and like it's not like you look at some other teams and you're like oh you know that's a veteran that I kind of recognize they're like oh that's a that's a young rookie who's like high on the charts like they don't even have that they've got a couple of veterans that you're like oh yeah I've seen that guy play before but like there's not a lot of a lot of major league talent on this team um and so i'm giving it to Derek jeter because um he's gonna have to figure this thing out real quick at some point they're gonna have to start building a competitive team um but i don't know when that's gonna happen and so over under d 24 and a half it's under like I'm yes, just, it is. That, that's all i got it, it's under yeah they, i mean this is this is a good division, and then the other – I mean, the Orioles are better than this team, in my opinion. That's saying a lot. Right, and I don't like the Orioles. I don't like them either. But they are, in my opinion, projecting in a better direction than this team. And maybe I'm off. Maybe, maybe we'll do the, the AL East tomorrow, and it'll be better, and, and, you know, and the Orioles will look even worse. But, like, in my mind, they're better. They're better. All right. The New York football Mets, <laughs> right? Who do you have? Give me one second. 
Just getting ready for my next pick. I apologize. No problem. I'm literally just picking whoever's really at the top of mind. All right. Normally, I'm, I'm, I don't usually go with the, with the best player or best prospect. Or, uh, or I'm sorry. Usually, usually it's a prospect if they're not a good team. I'm not saying the Mets aren't good. But I haven't gone with Acuna. I haven't gone with Betts. I'm going with Pete Alonzo. Big home run hitter, man. Reigning rookie of the year, 53 homers, 120 RBIs. Ridiculous yep. year. He played in all 161 games. So I guess the, the reason I'm watching is, is there a sophomore slump coming? Is he going to try way too hard to recreate what he did last year and try to hit 51 homer or 53 homers in 60 games? Um, they have some good pitching still. I know they don't have Wheeler, What's but um, I think it's on Alonzo to carry this team. So I, I'm curious if his shoulders are going to be big enough to do that. That I mean, so he was a guy that was top on my list, right? Like he was definitely a guy that I was looking at that I thought, you know, he's in the in the, the discussion. Hold on, let's pause. I'm up, or I'm next. Who we got? I don't even know who I'm going to pick. I might even have to take 30 seconds here. I'm not going to do it, D. I'm just going to pick. I'm going to win this league. I'm going to go at Kepler. Oh, what's going on? Why does that keep happening? Is it my turn? My turn. It is your turn. Oh, man. I can't oh, pick up the goal. Join. Huh? I know. It keeps kicking me out. It keeps kicking me out. All right. Let's see who we got. I got 10 seconds. I got 10 seconds. All right. I'm going. Yeah, so I, and when I was looking up this stuff, I, I didn't realize that Zach Wheeler wasn't even on the team. I had to see where he went. Now I see he's, he's in Philly. Out. Yeah, he's in Philly. That, so that, so that. let me get back to the match. So I'm yeah. going Jake DeGrom. Big contract, five years, $137.5 million, at 32 years old. Yep. Tons of deferred money in that, but that's neither here nor there. He's their number one. This is a team that a couple of years ago – was bad. They've kind of made a nice quick turnaround. A-Rod might be, and J-Lo might be their owner soon. Who knows? Probably not, but they're, they're on the short list. Um, but DeGrom is kind of their workhorse. Can he stay healthy? Can he lead that staff? They've got some offense there. They've got some talent offensively that I'm, I'm pretty impressed with. You know, Pete Alonso's one. Uh, the guy just drafted Jeff McNeil's another one. Conforto's still there. They've got a lot of talent there on the offensive side. But if, if, if DeGrom and, and Syndergaard is there, too, if those guys can, can light up the, the mound like they've done in years past, then I think they have a chance to win some games. Yeah. Um, over under 32, what do you got? I think they're going to struggle out of the gate, get hot at the end, and make it to 500, which puts them under. I've got under, too. I mean, again, they've got to play the Yankees how many times? I think they play them, what, seven times? Yeah. Six or seven times. So you've got to play this division ten times each, right? Ten games each. Yep. And then you've got to go play seven games against the Yankees, five against the Red Sox, five against the Rays maybe. I'm not even sure. But, like, that, that's, that's a lot. That's, that's a heavy, heavy schedule. Yeah, it is. All right, let's move on. Phillies, who you got? Got to be Bryce Harper this year. And he left Washington, got that huge contract. And then Washington went out and won the World Series without him. That's just – I mean, that has nothing to do with him. Let's be honest. You know, say that. That's fine. And I think he, he's going to have to respond. He's going to have to have a good year just because after that – I mean, it's, it's ironic. I mean, it may mean nothing. But – and if what I remember, he's a pretty slow starter. So, 
um, I think it's important in a 60-game season that he gets out, out of the gate pretty quickly. You're up next. Oh, I'm up next. Let's go. Who am I picking? Who am I picking, D? I mean, I hope he has a big season. Be nice for you. I think you got him the lot, one of your picks this uh, this draft. So, I, I yeah, I'm looking at stats right right now. Uh, and and as soon as oh, my turn is next. All right, who do I got here, D? Who am I taking? I've already got three pitchers, so I got to go back to offense. I think I'm going to pick your guy. My guy. Yeah. Your guy. I don't Joey know who Vada. my guy is. Joey Vada. Oh, nice. I need uh, give me that on base. We just talked about him. I need some pitching, so I'm going with Zach Wheeler. So, let me let me just do this real quick. Bryce Harper, you just said he's got to bounce back. Last year he batted 260. Yep. 35 home runs, 114 RBIs. 50. Did I say he has to bounce back, or did I say he has to show up this year? Is that not showing up? I mean, no, but I'm, I think he has to come out hard. 262. Is that really a good hitter? Here, he's not, let me let me let me throw something at you here. Three players. Yep. Since 1960. Before the, or by the age of 27, it'd have 200 home runs and a 385 on base percentage. Mike Trout, yep. Adam Pujols, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. He's Great. one of the best players in the game. I, I'm not denying that. And I think when your team that you are supposed to be the face of goes out and wins the, the World Series the year after you left, all eyes are going to be on you to see how you respond. Because I why did that happen? Why couldn't he carry them? He did. He carried him through a lot of bad seasons. But here's the deal. You're not, I mean, you're not wrong in the sense that he needs to show up. I think he's going to show up. I think one of the things that happened last year is that the Phillies weren't as good as everybody thought they were going to be. And everybody obviously is going to put that on Bryce Harper's back because he's the superstar. The yep. guy hit 35 home runs. And we've talked about this. That 260 average is not bad in today's Major League Baseball, right? Like, yes, people like Mike Trout and people like Mookie Betts are hitting over 300 because they're insane human beings. But Bryce Harper does a lot of other things. I mean, his on-base percentage is ridiculous. Slugging is ridiculous. He's a stud. He's an absolute stud. He's going to lead this team over under 31 and a half. What do you got, D? I got under. I got over. I got him at 32. I think this team is going to be where they were supposed to be last year. And I think that they are the type of team that has both offense. They've got, a, they got Wheeler. They got Nola. They got some pitchers. I think they're going to be better because – and to your point, you said that Harper has to get out. This is the type of season that I think he's going to be mashing because this is the guy that when he gets hot can just ruin pitchers for weeks at a time. Yep. And I just think in a, in a short season, he's just going to come out and rope, and he's the guy I got. All right. Last up, our defending World Series champions, the Washington Nationals. Who do you have? So can I give out like, you know how they give out honorary doctorates to you know special people that do things? <laughs> I, I'm giving out the honorary player to watch is Dr. Anthony Fauci. Okay, what do you got there? Give me, give me some context. I mean, I mean, I'm giving you context here. He's throwing out the first pitch to open the season. <laughs> I love it. I mean, this guy is out here telling people wear your damn mask. He's a baller. He's an OG. He gets some respect from me. Okay, I respect that. But Deep in the end, pick and I don't know who to pick. I'm yeah. just sitting there now. I'm freaking out. In the end, my I'm going with the person that is replacing Anthony Rendon, Carter Keboom. Yes. 
And I'm sure I messed that up because that's a hard last name to pronounce. But I'm going with him. He's going to be – he's starting at the third base. He's 22 years old. He's only got 39 career at-bats, and he's expected to fill a pretty big hole in that lineup. Right. No, you're Rendon, absolutely right. With Rendon going over to the, the Angels. So I, I would say that maybe you, maybe you can uh, agree or disagree, but Rendon was probably the offensive MVP oh, of the Nationals last year. I, I messed it up, guys. I, I, guys, I messed it up. I ran out of time. I ran out oh, of time, no. guys. I mean, I, I'll, take what I, I'll take Elvis Andrews. Like, I'm not mad about that. You ran out of time? Yeah. I was listening to you talk, man. I'm, I'm in on the podcast. You're, no like, matter. going on and on about, about Carter Keelboom, and I'm, like, into it. I'm, like, listening to you, not even paying attention. I like it. All it right. Makes, makes me feel like you're interested. So, basically, what I said was you'd agree that Rendon was the offensive MVP last year, right, for the Nats? Maybe, but probably yes. Um, so I, I think to see what he can do to replace him is going to be pretty, uh, pretty big on that end. I'm going to go with the guy that actually is going to replace Rendon as a superstar, and that's Juan Soto. He is a bona fide stud. He, to me, is the reason why you let Bryce Harper go. We just talked about Bryce Harper's 35 home runs. 114 RBIs, batting 260. Here's Soto last year, 297, 34 home runs, 110 RBIs, 12 stolen bases. And, oh, by the way, dude's like 22 years old. I like it. He is flat-out nasty. Like, he's, he's, my, he's my boo. When I watch him play, I get excited. I'm not going to lie. He's my guy. Honorable mention to the pitching staff. Because those top three are nasty. Strasburg, um, what's his face? I'm already forgetting him. Um, Scherzer, and then Patrick Corbin. Those three dudes are studs, and that's the reason that this team is, is World Series champions and are going to be right back fighting for a playoff spot again this year. And I do – and so, like, I will say, their offense is taking a little hit. You lose Rendon. You lose Zimmerman, even though he was he's he's not who he used once was. He's not playing this year. He's sitting out. Right, right. You're relying on a guy like Howie Kendrick to re- to repeat what he did last year, which was, in my opinion, way above kind of what he was what he's capable of doing at this age. Though maybe he comes back and does it again. Um, you've got Victor Robles, who's the young guy in center field, who I think could could make some waves. But like, you know, they're going to have to rely on that starting pitcher. But Juan Soto's the guy to watch. Over under D thirty four. And I, I told you, I had everyone under originally. And I know we, we talked about they got to play the Yankees. They got to play it. But, they, man, they get, they get the Orioles six times. So, as much as I, I thought that they, uh, they were going to go under, I'm still going to go over. They, they, they got the pitching to do it. I'm going under. I'm going 32-33. I think this, this division is going to play out very tightly because they've got to play against the AL East. And because outside of – Baltimore and, and Miami, there's just there's there's not a lot of easy games to win. I mean, even Toronto, who I don't think is going to be great, isn't right. a bad team, um, and is full of like it, it, that's a major league roster in my opinion. I just I just think they're in a tough division, um, and so I just oh, two picks until my turn. This is man, I can't keep up. I can't do it. I can't do it. But I need you a pitcher. I need a pitcher. Give me some saves, man. That's what I want. There it is. I'm getting, I'm getting another closer. Stay with me. Stand by. Don't do it. 
I'm doing it. This, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, it's an automatic. Yeah, I'm, I'm going closer as well. So here's the thing. The reason I kept, why I kept Gary Sanchez so that I could basically punt catchers. Okay. I didn't want to have to think about catchers because, you, like you said, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Someone just took Archie Bradley. Really? That's who I was going with, but I assumed you were going to take him. Mm. Mm. Uh, see, all of a sudden it gets a little ugly. Uh, all of a sudden? Yeah. Oh, my God. Here we go. I'm doing it again, D. I'm taking Ian Kennedy. I'm not really happy about it, but I'm going to take it. Yeah, a that's, that's rough with, uh, with him being on the Royals, who we talked about going under. Well, here's the deal, though. Any game they're in is going to be close. They're going to need a closer. You know? No doubt. All right. So I, you've got him over. I've got him under. Right, Nationals? Yep. All right. So let's go. Who's your MVP? A lot of talent in this division. There is a lot of talent. There is some outstanding talent in this division. Who you got? I'm going with Acuna. You, t- you, you told me when we when – we, we had the, the Celtics thing that I, I should be going with the home team and no matter what. So, you know what? He's winning the MVP. Not only – well, we'll talk about that later. But he's going to win the MVP of the NL East. And I'm going with my, my boo. I'm going Juan Soto. Kind of – He's – I mean, again, there's a lot more on his shoulders this year with Rendon gone. But I think if he shows out the way he's capable, capable of, they're going to be a phenomenal team. So, he's my guy. Now – I think I can guess this, but who's winning the division, D? Uh, the the Braves. You don't Braves say. Are, you don't very convincing in that. No, the Braves are gonna they're they're gonna beat the uh, even though even though the Nationals get the the O's three more times, I think that the Braves can beat them head to head. They did a really good job against Scherzer and Strasburg last year, and it's gonna keep going. And they're gonna they're gonna win their third division in a row. All right, there it is. I'm going to the Nats. And I think it's going to be tight. I mean, I've got the Braves 31. I've got the Phillies 31-32. I've got the Nats 32-33. I think yep. the Nats win by a very small margin. Um, and I think it's going to be I, – I, truthfully, this is one of those things where, like, it might just be a one, one, team, one team from this division gets into the playoffs because everybody else is fighting tooth and nail against these guys in the AOA. So it just be, it might be one of those situations where, like, no team really bubbles to the top because it's such a difficult road ahead, you know. But I've got the Nats. I think this no, I mean, is the best. I, I kind of looked at it, and, and it kind of reminded me of the um, the Central. They kind of the oh, picks into my current D. What the hell's going on? I can't keep so, up, man. Yeah, I, I think it's it's something that they're just going to beat up on each other, kind of like the NL Central, the AL Central, and it's it's just going to be close. No, I'm I'm with you. I, I, and that's the thing. I think in the end it's going to be tough because, you know, all these all these talented teams, and, and it might end up being where it's only one player. All right, there's my guy. There's my guy. I'm going with him even though he's hurt me in the past. Matt Carpenter. I need a nice. There he is. There he is. Yeah, I mean, I, I just – that's the tough part about this, and we're going to talk about the AL East next in the next podcast. And, again, that's – it, I could see teams just being up or you, you know, you could potentially see two teams bubbling to the top, but in this year where you've got to play the, the NL East and there's all these good teams, it's going to be really hard. So I think vice versa, it's going to be challenging for, for all the teams in these two divisions coming up. 
Yeah, and also, I mean, the I, I'll may, I'll go on record right now and say the wild card is not coming out of the National League East. I think Either they're probably right in a short season. I, I you know, in, in, a, in a full season where you get to play against these other teams that aren't that good and you can rack up those wins, I completely agree. But in this season where you're playing teams that are going to be – I mean, the AL East and NL East are two of the best divisions in, in baseball, right? And so it's just going to be a long road ahead for these teams. So I mean, the Braves get six against the Sox and four against the Yankees, so – and then 10 against the, the Nats, 10 against the, the Mets, 10 against the Phillies. Yeah, that's, that's 40 games against teams that are probably going to be over 500. That's challenging. And we, haven't, we didn't even talk about the Rays, where they'll probably have five games, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, well, that's the, that's, that's the NLEs, D. Only one more to go. And baseball's almost back. We're not that far away. Uh, Thursday night. I know. Making but me, we have to do this. Making me uh, have a little feels, man. This is it. I know we gotta do we gotta do this last division uh, coming up quick. Absolutely. All right. Any any closing comments? I, I do have a last call. Let's hear. Because zero positive tests in the bubble out of 364 people tested since uh, July 13th. So in the last week, no one has tested positive, and that's that's a positive thing. That's what we want to see. So keep it going. Dwight Howard does not believe believe in vaccines, though. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's – I probably – I mean, I believe in vaccine. Andy, Andy's not I'm wearing not, a mask in the bubble. I, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. But I can understand why people would be scared of the first round of a vaccine. Like, let's be honest. Like, mm -hmm. someone's going to have to take it and hope that it works, and we'll find out – we'll worry about those long-term effects down the road, I guess. Yeah, you can stick that in my arm, Doc. I'm, I'm willing to be a – I'm willing to be one of those guys. Let's do it. Um – Nice. Yeah, man. And, and, and I, just a shout out, obviously hashtag black lives matter, but a uh, little, little quick Brianna Taylor's uh, the, the police officers that killed her in her sleep are still just hanging out. Done. So you folks in Kentucky, please step up to the plate, arrest those folks. Let's go. Please stop. All right. Let's not forget about these people that are, that have been murdered in cold blood. Um, yeah, let's, it's getting old. Let's do something better. And as you always say, man, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a goddamn mask. Let's do it, man. Let's sign off so you can get to your pick. All right, man. We'll see you all next time. Peace.